0: Welcome to the Mom Boss Motivation Podcast. This episode is part of a series called Moms Inspiring Moms, where moms share their mom boss journeys. I hope you enjoy it. Love you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mom Boss Motivation Podcast. We have Alexis Greco here. I hope I'm saying that right. Probably not. But We have her here and we are recording a Moms Inspiring Moms episode and I'm excited to have her here all the way from North Carolina. I think you're my second one from North Carolina this year. So let's get to know Alexis. She's an army wife of 11 years and a homeschool mom to four children ages eight and under. She spent 15 years in network marketing, reaching to the top 1% of her company, earning the use of a free car, diamond jewelry, cash bonuses, and leadership chips. She is a global coach, having taught over 1,000 female entrepreneurs in the US, Canada, Australia, and Europe how to use systems to create a thriving home and business of their dreams, a life in rhythm, a life in rhythm. She believes that you can be successful at home and in your business, not one or the other. And Welcome Alexis. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Yes, I'm excited that you're here. Um, I run a network marketing business. I also run this podcast and I know a lot of women in the mom boss motivation community run network marketing Businesses. So I'm really excited that you're here. Uh, let's start with homeschool. How is homeschool? Why? What happened? Why do you do that? I want to know all the
1: reasons. Yes. So I'll take you back and tell you a story. I don't think I've ever told this on a podcast before, but I was actually homeschooled. I believe it was seventh through 10th grade. It was what I thought the worst thing ever. The worst. <laughs> And, but it turns out through that I was homeschooled for those years. I went to a very small private school, the last two years of high school, I had so much exposure to both my mom and my dad's business. They're both entrepreneurs that it really impacted me in the person that I am today. And so looking back, I'm so, so grateful for it. And it just fit our lifestyle. Honestly, our children are very close in age. They're two, four, six, and eight. And my husband is in the army. And so he's gone a lot. I work from home. Family is local. And so we just thought, you know what, let's just try it out. We're just taking it year by year. And so we actually just finished um, my son's second grade year last week so we're officially on summer break as I'm recording this (laughs) (laughs) that's exciting and you get a break because it is
0: summer break um so two four six and eight so let's take you back to the eight-year-old what was your life before the eight-year-old and what were you looking at and like what what gave you all the feels to become a mom and all those things It's so
1: funny. I actually was not the little girl or the teenager growing up that said, I want to be a mom. I, I mean, I knew like, yeah, kids would be good. I just didn't have the picture set out. That just wasn't how it was for me. And so my husband and I got married. I was 20, he was 21 and three years into our marriage, we got pregnant with our first one. And, um, and we just kept on going. We ended up having four babies in five and a half years. And wow. I say that now and I'm like, what were we thinking? <laughs> but it's, I mean, it was how the Lord designed it. And it just, it's incredible. I love having them close in age, although it's a little bit much at times, but mm-hmm. it is a beautiful thing. So they are, they all girls, boys, how? two boys and two girls. So okay. my boys are my bookends, my oldest okay. and my youngest and my girls oh, are in the cute. middle.
0: So they get to be yeah. close. And yes, I love that. Um, So you had four babies in four and a half or five and a half years. And yeah. when did you start boss life and become a mom boss
1: and like, just start
0: your career in network marketing?
1: Well, I started when I was 18. Okay. So you know, easy. My mom was actually in network marketing too, and she had a really big goal. And so what does a good daughter do? (laughs) Her mom has a team building goal. She joins her team, (laughs) but actually, even when I was little, there's a picture my parents have, I must've been around the age of two. I was organizing cans of soup in one of the bottom cabinets. So I grew up as an organized person, as an efficient person, I put on a benefit concert in high school, raised thousands of dollars. Like it just, it's always been in me. Um, And then I just started a network marketing, dilly-dallied for quite a while in that, but moved into leadership and saw a need that even for myself, it was like, I was killing it at home. And then I thought, oh, I guess I should sell some product, or I was, you know, crushing my sales goals and my business goals, and my husband wouldn't have clean underwear folded for a weekend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, it was yeah, like there one was not, or the other. Yes.
0: So that's so where thought, where you um, came to figure out you needed to find your rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep, so, so that's
1: how this came.
0: Yeah. So let's bring you back to the time where you're dilly-dallying. And was that the time when you had kids? Like what happened?
1: Well, when I was dilly-dallying, I started, yeah, I started when I was 18 and I did that. It wasn't until we got engaged. So that was right around 20. And I thought, Hmm, I might be able to make some money doing this. And so for about two or three years, did not do anything with it. And I graduated high school. I think I was was I 17 and a half, 18? So I had just graduated high school. I was working in a restaurant. I was working in um, a clothing store down at the beach. And I was just living my best college life. So okay. <laughs> I always knew, you know, entrepreneurship was there. It just was not a priority at that point. And so it became a priority when? When we got married. Okay. Yep. I started saying, okay, I think I might be able to do something with this. Um, And throughout that time, you know, we first got married. I ended, we ended up moving a couple hours away and I worked in a chiropractic office. I was a nanny for some amount of time. And then we got pregnant and I knew I don't want to have to go back to work for someone else. I don't want to have to put in when I want time off, what I want my hours to be. And so it was just an automatic Of course, I'm going to do something for myself. Yeah. So you're like, this gift is here and I'm ready to go. I'm ready now
0: that I have my
1: son and I'm ready to go. Yes. It was like I just pulled it off the shelf. It had always been there. I just wasn't using it for a few years. So then take me to how you
0: stepped into leadership, how you saw that vision um, and went from
1: there. It's such a great question. I don't remember the exact moment, but if if a woman listening, if you have been in network marketing pre-pandemic or even since, you know you can go to those events, whether local or corporate, or you can be on the Zoom and you just get like this stirring inside of you. It's like this hope rises up in you that not even you want to replace your entire life, you just want to add to it. That hope started to rise. I never missed a conference. I went to four or five company things a year. I was always at my weekly events and I just started to realize, oh, I could really make some great money with this. And so decided to step into leadership, became the top 1% of the company, did all those fancy things that are in my bio and I loved it. I loved it. So then
0: uh, where did you see the shift into your current business?
1: It was a very, very hard season for me it was the way I like to describe it is I had a white knuckle on my business. I knew it was going to be this way. It had to be this way. I was going to be this for the rest of my life. And my company became my identity. And I wasn't willing for so long to release it and to say like, Lord, if you want me to go somewhere else, then I will. It was always just like, no, I'm supposed to stay here, and It's so interesting because not everyone is in that season. Maybe the releasing for you is staying in your company and staying a leader and serving your customers and your team, but finding your identity in something other than your company. And so it was in that releasing for me, I willingly stepped down from my leadership position and I didn't know what the plans were. I didn't have this elaborate plan and I just started to you know, when you look back, what is the saying? Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. And I realized women would come up to me after speaking events or teachings or trainings. and They would say, how do you do it all? And to be clear, it's not because I'm perfect. It's just yeah. because I figured out a way to do things in a cadence, what I call a rhythm. Yeah. And so I started talking to a few women like, Hey, this is what I do. Do you want to hear about it? And women kept saying yes, and kept saying yes, and kept saying yes, and that was almost 18 months ago. And now it's I have a company. Awesome!
0: So let's yeah. talk about your company. What's um What's the rhythm? This all this. It's called the Rhythmic Home. Uh huh. So yeah. how? What's your mission? Um, what's your vision? Uh, how can like where? How can people see themselves working with you?
1: Yeah, I love the network marketing model. I really believe every woman should at least experience it maybe for a year or so, and it might not be for them, but I am so pro that because you might just need to make a hundred dollars. You might need to make $10,000, right? You know, those like cliche sayings that you hear when people share their opportunity, it's true. And that's why so many women join and men network marketing companies. And so my passion is to come alongside them and to say, I see you. I love what you are doing. And I also get that sometimes it feels like it's either or your home or your business. And I just want to let you know, there is another way. There is a way that you can have a business that is thriving and You can run your home and steward your home with confidence, knowing that it is a place, a safe place, a warm place that reflects your priorities and your values. And I do that through teaching them different rhythms. So maybe it's a system for this or a system for that. But when you weave those things together, it becomes this cadence, this rhythm that you then are living your life. Yeah.
0: I love that. So how did you find your rhythm? Did you like, so once you, I know there's different rhythms. So you created a rhythm for your network marketing, and now you have a rhythm for your rhythmic home business. Uh, How did you create either or share some secrets?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) The biggest thing that I love, I want to make sure people know is that the way that one person does it does not make it the only way. So mine could be so different from you. I mean, not only are we in different time zones, but we're probably in different seasons of life, right? And many other people listening. But if you can learn some of the foundational concepts, it's almost like we were talking about, it's like, if you don't need them, set them on the shelf until you need them. And then you can pull that book off. But if you can develop a library of resources, that you know how to run a system with young kids in your home, you know how to run a system for laundry, you know how to run a system to take your business from um, six figures in a year, maybe from, you know, a thousand dollars a month to six figures in a year. And those are the type of women that I'm working with. And so to be clear, your rhythms will change in your different seasons of life. Maybe you have small kids at home. Maybe you don't, maybe you're homeschooling. Maybe you're not, maybe you're military, maybe you're not, but there is a way that you can weave all these things together. So it fits you So because you want it to work for you. You don't need mine. It's not going to work for you. Right. (laughs) So let's talk about laundry because I hate laundry
0: and I'm sure a lot of people hate laundry. What's your rhythm tips for
1: laundry? (laughs) I don't know if I might be the only person that has this thought around laundry, but I believe. Okay, well, I know it's not a fun topic. People are like, oh, laundry, <laughs> don't want to talk about it. That's why I, I, I would. <laughs> yes, right, right. But to an entrepreneur-minded woman, if I'm like, listen, let's talk strategy for sales for your business. It's like, yes, bring it on. I believe that you can apply that same type of strategy, whether you're building a six figure business to the way you do things around your home, including laundry, including laundry. And so if I were to say, you know, Cheryl, you're running a six figure network marketing business, right? Do you have help? You're probably going to say yes. And so for laundry, I have a home assistant and listen, stick with me. I know this sounds so bougie and it actually is not. She comes twice a week, two hours at a time. I pay her a fair wage. It's usually college girls. So they're here for the semester. They usually roll on through and she comes in and she will fold the laundry, put it away. She will meal prep for me. And I know what you're thinking, Facebook, watcher community or (laughs) podcast. I don't have money for that. I know, I know you don't. And you only have 24 hours in a day so there is a give and a take there and so maybe that looks like well i need an extra 75 dollars a week to pay this person so you make it a goal that you're going to profit an extra 75 dollars for the next 2 to 3 weeks so you know you're ahead of schedule right. of paying this person or you take it out of another part of your budget and this is where i get a little black and white like i'm going to ask you to put your big girl panties on for a moment like the laundry has to be folded. Yes. You either can come up with an option, someone to help you with it, or we can stop complaining about it. Yes. Right. Like that's, if I ask you to take off your emotional hat and put on your, your business hat, your CEO hat, yeah. that's what you would do. Yep. And so sometimes we just need to, you know, shift it a little bit and <laughs> just get a little black and white with ourselves for just yeah. a hot second. And creative. <laughs> and get creative. Yes. Find the rhythm. So,
0: okay. So then there's another question because there's a lot of people going through hard times Mm -hmm. or just something like sudden comes up life happens. So what happens when your rhythm is interrupted Mm -hmm.
1: and you're trying to get back to it? Such a good question. And it actually ties into what you just asked me. I just went six weeks without My girl that's helping me in my home, she went away to another job. Just long story. She's coming back in two weeks. I'm like, (laughs) oh, I'm so happy. Um, But when things like that happen, or if there truly is not the income to hire someone like that, I always say, if you can just get an aerial view of what's going on. So just imagine you get in a hot air balloon, you're floating up and you're looking over your life. I know that sounds a little crazy, but stick with me. Like you're looking at all the pieces, almost like a bunch of puzzle pieces on the table. You may be in a season where you only do laundry once a week Mm -hmm. and you just know this is just where we are. I'm going to turn on Netflix for an hour while I fold laundry on Saturday mornings. And I don't love it, but this isn't long-term. It's just the season that we're in right now. Um, you might say, you know, I I used to have help in my business, or so I really need help in my business, maybe like a virtual assistant type situation. And for whatever reason, you can't have him or her for right now. Then even if you can just say, I'm just gonna do this in two week sprints, let me just get through the next two weeks. This isn't for the rest of my life, and then get to the end of that and say, okay, now what? Do I want to hire him on? Do I want to keep going? And just knowing that. You are in control of that decision for most things. And so you get to decide what it looks like. Love it.
0: And I have a question for you.
1: Yes. Do you
0: believe in goals? I do. What's your perspective of goals?
1: Okay, that's a really great question. <laughs> I know
0: it's like, oh, it's coming up when you were
1: talking. I was like, I gotta ask her. Yes, I do believe in goals. Here's some, maybe this won't be in order. Here's yeah. some thoughts. From my own experience, I used to set goals based on what I thought I should be writing on my goal poster. Right. Right. My company's sales goal, my company's recruiting goal. And some of those were great. That's how I earned all those things you heard about. Right. But a lot of times, not a lot, but many times I was feeling friction in that mm-hmm. there was friction. And so, yes, I believe in goals because it gives you a point that you're going towards, Yes, a direction, a focus, I should say a focus, but I would caution slash in the positive context, make sure you know why that is your goal. Why? Not because someone else told you or a sister consultant or an upline or the company, because if it's not ultimately something that lights you up, you're probably not going to go after it for long term, Right.
0: That's why I was asking you because we were talking about seasons and just life happening. And just like how you said this opportunity was right there on the shelf, but I just didn't use it because it wasn't my time. But then I brought it when it was my time. It just brought me like, well, then you didn't have goals with your business. And then we're like, Preach that in network marketing that we need to create these goals but like you said it's the company's goals they're not necessarily your goals and if you're creating this rhythmic home um they might not necessarily be the goals for your home and so do you have goals for your home your business um your your life like where do you set those goals and how do those weave in together
1: it's so interesting. So if you were to say, I want to do X, Y, Z in the next year. So it's May, mid-May as we're recording this, you want to have blank done by the end of December. It is very easy and also needed. I'm not taking this off the table, but to yeah. say, okay, we have six months. How much do I need to do a month? How much do I need to do a week? Yes. If I want to recruit this many people, how many people do I need to share the opportunity with, right? Have a tracker, all of those things. And I think that's fair. And if you're going, if you're kind of feeling uh, loose, like you're not sure if this is a goal you want to do, if it's not, I would encourage you to do that. See the work that it's going to take daily and try it out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And if you get to the end of that and you're like, I, this is not for me, then having the confidence to release it Yes. and to say, you know what, this is not aligning with what I want right now. Because again, this is another cliche saying, but like those other people, although they may have your best interests at heart, and I bet they do, they are not climbing into your bed at night, right? They are not doing the dishes at 11 o'clock at night because you're exhausted after XYZ. And so it is your life, yes, like yours, (laughs) right? It's mine. And so how do I want this to live out?
0: Yes. And I love that um, you just shared that whole array of this is where I am. This is how I can take two weeks. And then if I don't like it, I don't need to take it. But the release is so important too. Like how you released in your network marketing business when you were in the top 1%, you just felt like it wasn't right. You didn't have a plan. You just didn't feel the rhythm anymore. And I love that. So how can people work with you? What do you have going on? Um, what can you share with um the mom boss motivation community?
1: Can I share one more thing about release first? Yes. Is yes. that okay? It's yeah. so easy for us to just say, you have to have the confidence to release it. And that's six or seven words, and we go on to the next thing. I just want to affirm the woman who is possibly in that season. It is hard and it is okay that it feels challenging. I shed so many tears over that and there felt like so much uncertainty. And so I just want to acknowledge if anyone is in that moment, it is not always like beautiful hills and valleys and rainbows and unicorns. Like, it is really, really hard. And in fact, if you're going through that season, I would recommend that you either journal out, do a video blog for yourself Mm -hmm. or take some pictures. So you can remember, I have a picture of me sitting in my old office, tears streaming down my face, going through all my old stuff. But it was that moment that I was brave enough to step out and I could have never known what would be here today. And so I just want to affirm if anyone's in that season, like you are seen. Like, I get that. Um, and that brings me to like where I am today. So you can find me on Instagram. That's my jam. I hang out there in my black yoga pants as I have them on (laughs) right now. It's Alexis T Greco G R E C O. And if you're leaning into this conversation, the idea, the concept of rhythm, I would encourage you, there's a free 60 second quiz in my bio. It'll actually tell you how much money you're leaving on the table by not operating rhythm. So it's just a quick quiz, 60 seconds. It's in the link in my bio and you get your results emailed to you right away. Mm -hmm. And not only are they your results, they give you next steps. Okay. And it says, if you ranked here, try this. If you ranked here, try this. So you'll get immediate value from that quiz. It's linked in my bio and everything is there on Instagram. Exciting. So do you have any courses coming up, up, events? Um, What can you share? Yeah. So every eight weeks I offer my signature program. It's called the signature program. (laughs) And listen, don't come to me for creativity. Okay. (laughs) I got you and everything. What I do is walk women through what are those foundational things you need in your library? You need in your toolbox. And we meet weekly for coaching to work through them. Alexis, XYZ is going on. How do you recommend I follow up with my customers? I have this goal. How can you? How, how can I reach that? What can I automate? What can I delegate? And we get nitty gritty with that. So you walk away from that, knowing what it takes to be in rhythm and you begin to get a taste of it.
0: Love it.
1: So every eight weeks, find Alexis, and we will have all your
0: information in the show notes. Mm -hmm. I just, I loved our conversation today, the way it flowed and the way we had rhythm together. And um, it was just so wonderful to have your energy in the mom boss motivation community. And I hope your story inspires other moms to keep going because homeschooling four children and running an awesome business is so amazing and keep up the good work. And I can't wait to see where you go from here. So thank you. Thank you so
1: much. Yeah. Y'all have a good one.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share it with all your mom bosses. And I hope you take some nuggets away from this episode. Let's connect Join the Mom Boss Motivation Community on Facebook or follow me on Instagram at Mom Boss Motivation. Love you. Bye.